What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Seria Audio Experience with IFTV. Things might look a little different today. We've only got four of our members. Ludovico's in Italy. My dad is in Florida, and it's just us. And I got to say, I like it. It seems nice, just nice hmm. and intimate between us. What do you think, Anto? Well, somebody's happy today. My friend Peter over here. Not just uh, Peter. Peter's not too happy. Not just Peter. He's not too happy. Oh, he's not happy. happy. Mark's not even an Inter fan. And he's, uh, he's I was cheering for Inter hardcore today. today. Today, Peter it's won a mini cup. This is the Inter cup, you see? <laughs> because the Inter just mm. won. Actually, he did steal the game from Napoli. He was oh, Mazzolini. get out of here. He was Mazzolini. He was Mazzolini that gave him the game. What about the Milan cup? It's the only cup. Milan's ever won in the past <laughs> 10 years. Frosinone, 0-0. Listen, the way we're doing, I don't like the way that the Milan is playing the last couple of weeks. It's just very de deplorable. You yeah. know what? Okay. Gattuso could use this cup because his, his boat is sinking. <laughs> so oh. he's got oh. It's not enough to take out Treading water, man. He feels happy now because you can't say anything about Spalletti. <laughs> oh, you would have had so much ammo against Spalletti. That guy is the biggest loser of, of, of the game. I, I lost mean, what the did 10 he do? Man. He beat Milan. Yeah. That's true. Okay, and he beat this guys. game. He didn't well. beat Milan. He didn't beat Milan. It was the guy that beat Milan, not him. Okay. Not, not, not Actually, him. it was Wanda that beat Milan. Wanda. Uh, Wanda. Guys, before we start, actually, we've been getting a lot of messages about our Instagram. Uh, I got taken down, actually, it was uh, five days ago. So Yeah, we, uh, no, a week ago. A week? a week ago today, our Instagram Jeez. got taken down. I know everybody's been asking us. We're working to get it back. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we get it back. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know um, it, it's annoying. It's very frustrating for us. Um, we're following through our process. And anybody works at Instagram, hit or us Facebook, up <laughs> or yeah, Facebook, let us know. But, um, but in the meantime, all, yeah, exactly. All, all, the, all the other social media, so stay updated at IFTV, at IFTV official or on Facebook too, Italian Football TV. We've been posting, Anto, all and those we'll videos that you sent us from updates. Christmas. Mm. Uh, all those oh, yeah. uh, with the, the sepia, with octopus. <laughs> Everybody says you can't eat a raw. What do you got to say to them? Because you have no response. It's not just me. It's all my town, <laughs> all my regions. Everybody down from Naples down, we all eat raw uh, octopus, raw sepia, raw uh, cuttlefish, and raw Antonio's squid. village, you live up to 200, so listen, that tells you something. We eat them not just raw, we eat them alive, what they still oh, move wow. We eat them alive. With a little lemon, right? No, I don't want to try it in the future. If you no, have no, a lemon on the boat, you can put some lemon in, but if you don't, you eat them alive. That's all. <laughs> you, were telling me, you were telling me before that sometimes you and your son, when you went fishing, your son would just bite into a live yeah, one just yeah, to kill it. yeah. I can, video, I can uh, show you, you the videos the video? and the pictures. Your videos yeah. were good. I like how you said Gattuso has to feed them because, oh, even against Frosinone, they need to eat some uh, sepia. Otherwise, <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not sepia, those are octopus. Not enough, not enough goals. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just very disappointed with uh, the way the team has been playing. Nothing to take away from Gattuso. Gattuso can only, can only shout at so them, much. but uh, he doesn't move the ball on the field. So, Oh, thank God. He yeah. wasn't that good as a player moving the what ball on the field. About it? He used to give the ball you to Pirlo. Wish, you wish. He used to you win the ball. You wish. You wish. I mean, it's not, it's not that crazy. Today was Serie Boxing Day, for anyone who doesn't know. First time uh, since Stefan. 1970s mm. that Serie has done this right after Christmas Day, following how the Premier League does, which is very nice because mm. after Christmas time, a lot of people have more free time. You're able to watch games. Um, I think this was one of the highest rating Serie fixtures ever today. Uh, they had 200 million views or something crazy like that, which is great, um, following a good path. And we had we had a lot of drama. I mean, Jeez. there was so much to talk about today. Hmm. Where we want to start, boys? I don't even know. Let's start with the last game over here with okay. uh, Napoli-Inter. We're going to start with this In one first? Inter-Napoli. Inter Inter we'll, we'll start with Inter-Napoli. The first half, I thought, and I was saying, like, like you said, this side over here, well... Peter was half on that side, half on this side. He didn't know if he wanted Inter to win because he wasn't sure if he wanted um, Juventus to go that much 
above Napoli. Um, so he wasn't sure if he wanted Inter to win or not. Uh, I was, of course, going for Inter. And I thought the first half, Inter was playing very good. Mm -hmm. They couldn't score, but Napoli was not into the match. Second half, the game died down a little mm -hmm. bit. Napoli were building in, building in, building in. And then uh, we were left with... Um, with Mazzolini just giving the ball, the, the goal, uh, uh, I mean, the, the game to Inter, uh, Inter just by throwing... Uh, Koulibaly out. Koulibaly was single-handedly stopping every Inter attack. There was one even Perisic was about to cross it into Icardi. If Koulibaly doesn't make that stop, then Icardi, was, boom, tap listen, in. Listen, that yellow card, it was a disgrace. The first yellow card that he got. First of all, he didn't even put his hands on. He was put to two fingers, like... And then it was a then, foul, but so I don't think it was a yellow all card. Of those, all of those boos from the stadium or ooze or whatever they want to call it—that's very bad. Yeah, yeah. we so, are in 2020, getting 18, close to 2020. 18. Next year is going to be 19. like okay, yeah, so. we dare. Hey, hello. Yeah, these people are stupid. I mean, yeah, what I would right. do what I would do. Okay, you go, you won the game. I'm not sure if I can say fair and square because of the decision that this guy has made because he threw Koulibaly out. He's technically. 70% of Napoli's defense. Okay, that's not that's not Mazzolini's fault. It is. Mazzolini made a decision. He called a foul. That by letter of the law, that foul could be is a bookable offense. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards Koulibaly applauds him ironically. And he gets the but second I yellow, the same way that Schneider. Yellow merits it, but I don't know if the first but one B, deserved the yellow. I'm not 100% sure if the, if the clapping was directed to the public that they were booing him. He was looking right at the ref. He's clapping his hands. If he would have had, I think if he would have had a different reaction towards the fans, we would have uh, realized that. Mm -hmm. The fact that what the fans did, there's been reports and also looks like it's confirmed that mm -hmm. there was, uh, you know, monkey sounds, mm -hmm. which is a total disgrace as an Inter fan and mm -hmm. especially of what Inter stands for and right. the fact that Inter for, as Inter, yeah, as Inter has but Inter stand for Internazionale exactly that's what I'm saying supposed to be from all over the world and all they do especially no but it makes no sense you, for a, we've we've had black players for for from the 1960s with Jair right. you had uh, Keita Eto so it makes no sense for a whole field to be able to to do that and so I wouldn't be surprised if they if they closed the stadium yeah. for a game a game i would give him two at, at least, least three game suspension at if least. i was a black a black skin uh, uh, player i would just uh, on a sign of protest just uh, walk away for the next yeah. couple games well Not let me let me explain the situation just in case anybody doesn't know because we jumped uh, jumped into it kulavali yes he pulled down politano um, it was definitely a foul, but probably not a yellow card. Um, anyway, afterwards, Kulabali, you, you see Kulabali applauding um, towards what seemed like the referee, but there were reports, and it seems like it was confirmed, like Peter said, by Sky, who said that there were um, noises coming from the stands that were racist chants and mm. racist noises. And um, in light of that, they were saying, was Kulabali applauding? ironically or sarcastically towards the fans or was he doing it towards the referee they were saying that he said bravo which was you know singular and he was saying towards the referee and he was looking at the referee um so that's why he got the yellow card but either way um stupid from from the interfans that shouldn't even call them fans idiots um but uh, marco listen bravo can be said to the publico too you know bravo said publico il publico è bravo said bravo to the publico but then you, i guess we'll you, find out the game just ended for us so, so we don't say, we don't have any more information after this listen. There were some reports of other bad stuff happening, so but we don't know. We don't know anything yet. It's not yet. A, a race and born Italian I, kid. No, I mean, but it's not race and born in Italy. No, so yeah. if he says bravo, bravo, it's not going to be much of a difference whether sure. he used the I or the O final. But so I, I personally think that 
the, what, was, what was directed to the ref. Even off, when he gets off the field, he's not looking at the fans. He's not looking at the stuff. He's talking to the fourth official. You see him uh, mouthing off something. But like Stupid. I said, the the whole thing with the stadium making these uh, noises is unacceptable. And definitely maybe not just that it influenced Koulibaly's uh, maybe, uh, you know, uh, expression to the ref or anger, to, ill will toward the ref, but also in, before the game, De Laurentiis actually came, Napoli's president, came out saying that Mazzolini always screws Napoli in he some did way. It last year. He so did it, last year seem, again. it seems like there was tension already Built for up. these yeah. players, and it created some, uh, you know, animosity throughout the game. And then later on, Insigne gets that, you see, a, that, a red that, card that as well. That got, got to my head. Without, when I saw Insigne doing things like this, those are the tip, the kind of people that you want to build the national team players around. And you have people like these guys here that instead of just set up like an example or just being, uh, I don't know, role model for the rest of the other players, right? listen, this is, we want you to just follow Insigne's, uh, you know, uh, uh, mantra or whatever you want to call it or, or his example what they do those guys uh, when uh, with, with the game stopped that the ball is not moving he goes to kicking kata balde a couple times in between in, with the ref right there i understand yeah. the ref was, is on the other side of the field times. but the ref is right <laughs> there a couple of, <laughs> couple feet away why do you have to do stupid was, like that yeah. like i mean uh, every big player every, every once in a while something happens Totti? Yeah, everybody screwed up. Yeah, but listen, Cassano, but Cassano. listen Come on. just because Totti <laughs> did, <laughs> listen Cassano. to me, listen, guys, listen, this is what I think is happening right now. Just because they did it before, you're supposed to learn from other people's mistake and not do exactly Yeah, but the sometimes same at mistake. the heat of the moment, things happen. Yeah. We all know that. We all accept yeah, yeah. it. But the, the decision of the red card was the right red card. I think Mazzolini did a, a decent job. Like we said, Inter in the first half looked a little... They, they look like the more dangerous side. Napoli later in the second half, they, they came alive. But it was a really uneventful game. There wasn't much, a lot of sloppy passes, a lot of lost possession. And I think the game only livened up in maybe in the last 10 minutes yeah. when Koulibaly mm. gets the red card. Definitely changed the game. 100%. Napoli got the possession. Napoli, uh, I'm sorry, Inter got the possession. Inter was able to make the, the subs. Keita, they put Keita and Lautaro Martinez for and both two midfielders. The that he was made on the, on then, the goal. Exactly. Oh, then Azamor. one minute before Azamor. Inter scores. Andanovic makes a save. Second save, yeah. and then a small save off the line. They just born lucky, those guys. They just, uh, just you got to born lucky. More lucky than Juve? Than Juve? Oh, no, I would say just as lucky. <laughs> just as lucky. Just as lucky. <laughs> Um, wow. But yeah, I, I I definitely didn't expect us to come on here and, and talk about all this because I thought we were gonna have this match, um, which like uh, Peter said um, was an interesting one. I thought I thought some of the substitutions were a little bit questionable and Inter's midfield. The thing I kept looking over at Peter because now I took a perspective as an Inter fan. I was rooting for Inter. I, I mean the midfield couldn't pass the ball. If you saw in the, in the wow. first and the second half, there are so many passes. All they do they send it backwards or game. they lose the ball. I mean. Um, I'm not even Brozovic to point out, but Borja Valero and Joao Mario and um, who was Vecino Perisic, even when he came Perisic in. Too. Such simple mistakes that there were yeah. that were mistakes. Even Pedisic too. You're right. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it it's about having the right mix in the midfield. We see Nangolan, even though we haven't been able to see the best of him, Nainggolan, is someone yeah. that opens the game and gives more space for the other midfield. Brozovic is supposed to be the regista. That right. everything goes to him. Napoli yeah. high pressed. Listen, we weren't yeah. versing uh, Bologna. We weren't yeah. versing Frosinone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were versing <laughs> Napoli. This is a team that's second place. They've been playing very well. They've given trouble. They, you know, given trouble to to yeah, Liverpool, yeah. PSG, yeah. whoever they versed. 
And uh, it, it just looked sloppy in the second half. I think the Very first half, sloppy. Inter really came out well. Mm-hmm. They, from the first second, Icardi shoots. We <laughs> never the, see that. The bar. Hits the, the, the bar, crossbar. Unbelievable shot. Even though it, it was going in, it will be even though it was covered. <laughs> oh, forget it. Banda, the three hundred million. Banda was already there with <laughs> the, the with the paper as a sign right now. <laughs> but, so just for uh, yeah. Listen, let me ask you something, Pete. What do you think is gonna happen to the to Keita Baltes just because he was still tantalizing Insignia? You think he, he might just he pulled his ear? He pulled his ear a little bit. He might get something. And the ref saw him and he didn't do anything. We'll see. I mean, it depends because because instigating him. No, but even during the games, but we see that somebody does something like that and they'll get a yellow card. It's not like it's a, a red card offense. If they would have maybe had altercation, a headbutt or a slap, then it's a different story. Stuff like this, pulling the ear or something like that, maybe a yellow card. And what yeah. about Mario Rui? Mario, Mario Rui just uh, getting crazy. Just yeah. going I, down I, to I think they'll, they'll leave it. Yeah. Maybe verbal abuse, but uh, I don't know. Maybe a fine. They're a give fine, them a probably. Fine. Who knows? But anyway. Hey, um, wait. Before you go ahead, yeah. uh, we are uh, starting, starting a new contest over here. So every, each and every <laughs> one of us is going to have a cup. Oh. Unfortunately, I hope this is not the only cup that AC Milan is going to win this year. But we're going to have a, well, a so contest over here. So what other cup are you going to win? Peter brought an Inter Cup, which is... Uh, the Berlusconi Cup. To be honest, which is a bootleg. You can say <laughs> it's not, not even a, a real Inter Cup. That's why real Inter fans do. They just don't even buy a regular, you know, you know uh, authentic merchandise. So this is an AC Milan <laughs> Cup, which is just made in Italy. You can see it. It's got nothing but the best logos. So, you know. But no, Marco is gonna come with his Juventus cup. Yeah, Mike is a Napoli fan. So <laughs> cup. My like dad him. will get a Roma so fan. A Mike, Roma cup. See, for example, if Mike had his uh, as his at his uh, Napoli. Napoli cup over here today, he would have been forced to drink on uh, on the Inter, the Inter cup. cup. Yeah, exactly. Because he will have lost. So every his, time uh, you lose, you gotta drink out yeah, of that. It's always lose. gonna be you that loses. No way. Yeah, I want to see you drinking. Yeah, the, Antonio, the what are we putting inside the cup? We're going to switch it up and put some grappling I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, the deal is this. Every time that there is a direct match like Inter Milan or uh, Milan Juventus or yeah. Napoli Milan, whoever loses has to drink okay, from the other. He has to drink from the other uh, What are you uh, drinking? Cup. In other words, <laughs> if Milan and beats Napoli, only Mike can drink from the AC Milan Cup because it's going to look wait, wait, good. Milan beats but Napoli? But I would not drink from the <laughs> Napoli what Cup. What universe are we in on? <laughs> okay. So now the Juventus Cup is arriving, I guess, uh, yeah, in, a, in a couple of days. Let's and, hope uh, it's the one with the big and ears. And the Roma Cup. Uh, your father is coming yeah. uh, uh, from Florida with, uh, with the Roma Cup. We'll, okay? we'll, we'll bring those on the next one. So, uh, what, do, what do we think about Nangolan? Because Nangolan um, was kicked out off this match. He wasn't allowed to play because disciplinary reasons. It's so told in the in the story that he showed up uh, multiple times this week. Late to training. Late right? to training. Yeah. And they told him, you show up one more time late, you're not going to play. He showed up one more time late, and he's not playing. We know that Raja, he was kicked out of Roma because of this same reason. Um, we, we saw these problems many times. And now at Inter, where, with uh, maybe Marotta, who's a little bit more strict, they see that he was out, and he would have made a huge difference in this match. What do you guys think about um, the suspension? Number one, it's right. It's right? definitely, yeah. Um, I, would say, I would say... I mean, these guys, those are professional. I mean, they're getting paid. I will not suspend a player like that, especially a different maker like no, that. I what I will don't. do, I will just fine him. I said, hey, listen, no. you're not starting the game. I'm not going to suspend you. I'm not going to start you. 
but I'm gonna give you a fine. I'll give you like I don't know, hundred thousand dollar fine. So the next time around, you just try to be a little bit more careful. But if he comes up three, time. four times late to Antonio, training. Antonio, you gotta set up. You gotta put your foot down and be like, listen, no one could get away with it. Even even if Icardi did it, he's gotta put his foot down. We knew Raja was an important player, especially coming up for an important match. So you gotta say. You gotta put your foot down and be like, listen, no one has the, everyone has the obligation to go to training on time and no one has, uh, you know. But Mike, how do you know that Icardi special... hasn't done it and he hasn't been punished yet? They would say this. Oh, the who's they? They who? The press. They the who? Media, they know. Uh, Peter, no, no, definitely. If, you if think so? so? If Icardi will show up a little late, they will, uh, they will uh, uh, fine him? Or just no, it's a different, different, it's a different, it's a different situation. If you put Icardi on the tribuna for showing up a little late, Van Danare is It's a different situation. First of all, Nangolan has a history of doing this. He's yeah. been it's happened when he was with Roma. That was the same reason why he's left the Roma. And um, Belgium, the national you know, team. Belgium national team. They so did we know yeah, we know we yeah. know that he likes to smoke a cigarette every once in a while. He likes to go out. Milan may not be the best of cities for him because there's a lot of nightlife. And he's been showing up late. And and I'm sure it's happened in the past also at Inter. But I guess with Marotta there. He's the, uh, you know, the person, the general. He's going to make sure that the rules, everyone follows the rules. And this is uh, actually a good thing, I think, for Inter because it shows that there's someone that's a leader that's going to take care of what's going to be taken care of and that all the players know that there's a, a certain law that you have to follow. Whoever doesn't follow, no matter how good you are, you're going to have to sit down. Okay, let me And ask you're you a professional. Antonio, you're a professional. So the point is when you're a professional, you have to make sure that you get – there on time. This is your job. It's not something that you just go to play and that's it. Why would you make? Uh, why would you leave this decision to Marotta and not to and not to Spalletti? Spalletti is the coach. Okay. So Spalletti has to have a good relationship with all his players, mm -hmm. and he also has to give discipline. But in the end, the person that makes the decisions is the person that's the manager of the team. Mm. So technically, uh, Spalletti is more of the technical side and and relationship side. Marotta is the one that's the the person that actually. But Marotta rarely team. talks to the players. Spalletti is one-on-one -on -one with the players almost every single day. So I will just say that the Spalletti decision is a lot more important than the Marotta decision. Well, I'm sure the decision was made together with oh, Marotta yeah? and Spalletti. I'm sure. I'm sure Spalletti was told, you don't say anything, otherwise we're going to kick your ass too. I mean, Spalletti has a good relationship with Nainggolan. He's That's what I'm saying. I will say I will leave this, the decision to Spalletti. I will say, listen, let me talk well, to the I'm, I'm sure this. Yeah, the I'm sure. I'm sure. The, the, like said I said, I think right. the decision yeah. definitely took place with Spalletti. The point is, Marotta's the guy in charge. The same way when Galliani was in Milan, Berlusconi was the president, but Galliani was the one that made all the day-to-day -day mm. decisions, and it was a face to the, the to the team, and mm. it's something that is needed. You know, I agree. I agree. I think I think that all of that is valid. Um, Inter. They go five points away from uh, from Napoli mm -hmm. at second place, which is very important. The lead at the top, Juventus slipped up today against Atalanta, 2-2 with uh, 10 men. And Atalanta, that was very good. Gasparini's men at home are extremely strong. They beat Inter at home. They tied, um, they tied Juventus at home. They beat Lazio at home. And away from home, they've tied Milan and they've tied Roma. 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 Yeah. So... Atalanta, we know that Atalanta is a very tough team to play. Zapata completely bullied Bonucci the entire match, mm -hmm. completely outplayed. And I think Juventus as a whole was completely outplayed. First time Ronaldo was sat on the bench, they gave him a rest because mm -hmm. uh, like he said that I was going to rotate a little bit because they had Roma, Atalanta, and then Sampdoria coming up, which were tough games. Um, Pjanic was on the bench. The midfield was Emre Can, Bentancur, and Kedira. Kedira. Mm. This midfield was horrible. 
They didn't make two passes together. The midfield is outrageously bad for where Juventus should be as a second tier for the, the starting 11. Um, and I think that's where the problems st- like initially started. And uh, Juventus were horrible. I think that Atalanta outplayed them 85% of the match. Uh, Juve started off with an own goal too. Atalanta scored an own goal. 1-0. Atalanta came back 2-1. They were up in this match. Zapata's 2-1. incredible. I just want to say that. He's such a great player. We, we always knew. Even at Sampdoria, he was an incredible mm-hmm. player. Um, Bentancur makes a stupid challenge. Uh, already on a yellow card. And showing his, um, I think, inexperience. And probably frustration at that moment. Juventus, sub on Ronaldo. What was it? 15, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, something 25 around minutes, that, 15 to 25 minutes. And, um, you know, he proves importance with his energy and everything. He gets um, a, not a tap in, but almost on the line and he finishes at home. Juventus almost, Juventus did score a third goal with Bonucci, but it was offsides. And I think overall Juventus were, I think that a 2-2 was a fair result at the end of the day for the way both plays, because even at Juventus at the end, they almost came through. But um, Atalanta really could have came away with Atalanta a win, and you would have just said yeah. Juventus, horrible, horrible. Especially with Napoli, you know, having to play this match where you could have made that lead a little bit more. But I think this match in Bergamo is very difficult. And, and Atalanta, tricky. Atalanta were even when they were up two one, they weren't going back. They were pressing Juve in their own box. They were uh, they were going for the another goal. I mean, they had a man just, above. Even they even so, up. even so, how many teams would have done that with a man up? Yeah. Atalanta does not does not on it. I'm just saying. Atalanta is a team yeah. that challenges in they, Europa. They, they really fall, and you know, I, I give a lot of credit yeah. to them. They, they played great. I'm not surprised at no, all. I'm I, not surprised I, you I, say like you're surprised. No, no, I agree with Mike. No, but I, mean, I think you're up to one. Maybe you would have played another midfield. The subs that he made were were subs that that to score another goal to change nothing. So and even had a chance to Atalanta at home. They're a completely a different, different team. Piece, yeah. it, it's really hard for any team to go there and get a win. And it showed even even today. I mean, you know, Atalanta Duvan Zapata is, is amazing. Their wing their wing coach. their wing play is great. They they get a lot of chances. And uh yeah, Juventus didn't look like a good team, but they were able to to get the, the draw, even with ten men, which shows, you know, the the strength and, and the the mentality really of Juventus. Ronaldo comes in. Uh, he plays like the lone striker with Mandzukic, and he's able to 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 get whatever he's got, and he scores the goal. I mean, Listen, it's to, it's frustrating, but it happens. To go back to the Inter's game, I would say instead of a more of a, <laughs> more of the giving the credit to Lautaro Martinez for the goal, the credit goes to Azamoa for making that save on uh, to to read the play and just to make the save on the on the line on the goal line when uh, but Lautaro Andanovic, did well in his position. Andanovic was just gone. <laughs> So God, it's unbelievable. The same, hey, and the same guy here, he actually made the two screw up play that cost the Inter. Uh, yeah, no, uh, he the, rebounds. The Champions today. League yeah. and, uh, yeah. and uh, the loss against Juventus yeah. too. Also, another thing with Juventus, 2018, they're they're unbeaten, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in, right. Away, yeah, in the league, in the league, in the league. Eighteen wins, I think, three draws, something. Mm. Yeah, they they almost they could have broken a record. If they won today, they would have broken a record. Mm-hmm. Next one, but right? if they win, if they win their next one, they still break, I think, a Serie A record. But they could have no. been, um, I think, a forever record. Whatever. And anyway, Gasparini. They still haven't lost this yeah, year. They haven't lost. Gasparini, I think yesterday, we're gonna see. Mark, can you say what he said yesterday? Oh, yesterday he said we'll celebrate by beating Juventus. You, you so That's no celebrating Gasparini Christmas. That we'll close. celebrate Christmas by beating Juventus. He actually said that yesterday. How did that work out? I mean, he was actually <laughs> very close. Anyway, Gasparini. What I want to say, Gasparini. I have a prediction. 
that maybe uh, you know you love Gasparini. I'm sure I love Gasparini. I think uh, Gasparini is going to be drinking out of your cup pretty soon. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I have a lot of respect for Gattuso. Gattuso, unfortunately, is not really kicking the ball on the field, and he's just yelling and he's just trying to keep this team together. He does. A, is a, I mean, no excuse for the injuries, but uh, you know, we got this Higuain from Juventus. I was never a big fan of Higuain, just because any players that you get from Juventus, they come from AC Milan, either for a no-show, like we have Caldara. They can't sitting. play in a toxic environment. What toxic environment? <laughs> and then now we have this Iguain, this washout player. I mean, what do you think Juventus will have let Iguain go if he wasn't, uh, if they didn't read into it the fact that he was in a big decline? This guy here is done. Let him go to play mm. for Sarri in England. I mean, uh, just give give space to young, young, uh, you know, young blood in AC Milan. We have a lot of talents. Let them put them on the field, and that's it. This Iguain, guy, really, he's building up so much negative pressure. I think he said it's getting to him. You know what I mean? So many chances yesterday, uh, today. Very clean chance. Two or three very clean chances. He could have buried the ball. I would have just put two or two out of three inside. This guy here, he gets chances. I mean, you can take actually a cup of coffee. You can finish the coffee, read the newspaper, control the ball, and then put the ball in. This guy here didn't convert any chances. Okay? I think it's He's just playing it's, very stiff. It's the moment that Milan is in right now. They He's don't have an anyone that's... Uh, they don't have a real They don't have a real leader on this team. You're right. You're right. We do I, well, not need Donnarumma saved you. Oh, my Today, God. Today, I mean, you could have. it could have been a loss. I mean, there was one. Frosinone scored, but VAR looked, and they, mm -hmm. they took it away for a foul. Um, but there was also opportunity at the end where Donnarumma saved uh, three points, saved a point at least from this match against Frosinone. But the what, end of on. the year, you see Donnarumma is going to be rated uh, goalkeeper number one in the world. In the you world. See. In the world, yeah. According to who? According to me and to, uh, to everybody in the world. <laughs> and everybody in the world. Yeah. Everybody in the world. So, okay. they got the... What do you think right now with Gattuso? Because you're obviously very emotionally it's tied not to a, Gattuso. not uh, Gattuso's fans. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm fault. not a big uh, one of his fans. But I'm not, uh, not going to say that it's his fault either. Because, uh, you know, this is the team that you have. And that's what he's doing. Uh, it's, it's just... Tell me who should be having you using instead of the player that he has available to himself. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not more the, about who he should be using, but how they should be used. How? how what, what do you? Uh, the only thing that I haven't seen uh, the the team doing is just keep pressing. They just build up from the back from Donnarumma, then they go to the to the to the box to the penalty box of the other team, and then they come back again. I've seen this done so many times in the last couple of games that I got disgusted by just looking at it. Didn't Gattuso after the match say that it was a good result because we didn't lose? No, I'm pretty sure he I said mean, that. What is he gonna do? It's just a PR. That's he's gonna good. try not to. Uh, Versus Frosinone, he said that. Yeah, wow, guys, I like Atusa and all. I think he's, I'm gonna double fact check that. Yeah, one, whatever. He's a great player and stuff, but as a coach, I don't think he's the one to take Milan to to, to the, the next, next level. level. And I think the er, the sooner he goes, I think the better off they are. Even though a lot of people are emotionally attached to him, I think it's the best thing. Every previous job, he pretty much got sacked. He was in Pisa. He he played in Greece. He played in a few other Serie B teams. He's he just doesn't have what it takes right now. Maybe in the future yeah. it'd be better. I think that I think you said it best. I mean, to coach a team like Milan is a lot. Even though Milan hasn't been as good as they want, their history shows. Mm -hmm. um, but he just maybe needs a little more experience. We've seen in the past he made mistakes on substitutions, and and he's right now with not being able to score any goals in, for four games. This is something that that is absurd especially when two of those games were versus the bottom of the pack you know you had frosinone and bologna that you know that Not shows that was yeah six points right that there. exactly six points. we got so, nothing by the what we got two points exactly so oh my god 
you know, the team right now is not gelling. They get kicked out of the Europa League. There's a lot of a lot of tension, a lot of pressure. So, I don't know. It, it just, like I said, yes, the coach can only do so much. But maybe you need something different, something new that could really uh, liven the group up. But if they, it depends would, who, who they're, who's available. I would say they're going to wait right after the holidays. And then they're going to see the way the team is still gelling. Maybe they're going to wait for somebody to come back. Some of the, the injuries. Yeah, but you players, can't sack Gattuso when back. he wins. You can, you, you're saying you're going to win? No, they're going to wait until January. Because it, you don't want to sack somebody just uh, January right is in a few days. Christmas or before the New Year. So uh, Why? It's just not a good uh, PR, and then uh, you're going to see a lot of criticism uh, from, uh, you know, uh, you know, director to Maldini, Leonardo. And, uh, I don't think they care. And this, they don't. Yes, I'm not sure so that they care. I mean, the, the point They've is, been teammates, Marco. Those are people business, that they play. So at yeah. the end of the day, I want to see the, the new manager. Who would, who would well, be? That's the thing is, who would you bring in? Yeah, I think if you're going to bring in somebody stupid, unless that's the point. unless they have somebody that's going to be able to guide the team for the, till the end of the year, or they find somebody that they think is going to be the coach for the next year and they get him right away and the, the coach agrees to it. I don't see Gattuso really leaving. Hey, you're not going to get Conte. Leonardo, you're not going to get Gaspar. Leonardo, Leonardo can step up. Listen, what about Leonardo? Leonardo, he did coach the team before. Or he Just to bring him to the end of the year. I, give I don't think, so I don't think that it's worth it to sack him. I give Conte whatever he wants. I give him the majority I don't, of the city. I don't think even... Uh, I don't think... Conte would even take over right now. I put a lot of money at this Milan. No, I don't. I don't really? think that. It, no, I don't think so. Conte think, would not do that. What do you? What do you? They they say that um, he had two games mm-hmm. to prove himself, which was Frosinone and Spal. Mm-hmm. So they say the last string would be Spal if he's not able to win the match, and then they would sack him. So maybe they're Who's looking. There? I heard Gu- so. Guidolin is also a name that's. Uh, Nah, Guidolin is a, it's a, it's a coach for the mid, mid of the packs. Uh, yeah. Like Gasperini. No, no, Gasperini. Gasperini is a top of top. Where? Where did he coach top? Listen, Gasperini is it's, it's one of the few Montella. that top team did he coach? That no they can way. teach soccer. He's stable. So is Guidolin. Guidolin brought Udinese to Champions League. Yeah, What's but Gasparini, Gasparini is a champion for, uh, for the coaching. I think he should be teaching all the coaches, Gasparini, mm. on how to coach. Mm. If I were me, if I would be looking for a professor, mm. you know, in Coverciano or whatever they go for the that's your professor. Classes, I would where are you gonna take this team? Serie B. I would put Gasparini oh over there no. and said, "Hey, this Come is on. how you want. I Come want on. you to just teach your guys how to coach." That's what do you, What do you think about the Morate going swap? I wish you would do oh, it. Absolutely, in a heartbeat. I think yeah, that's be. actually a good swap. I think because they're both doing really bad. Not right necessarily now. that Morata's younger. Morata's younger. He's faster. You know, he's a different. You Listen, You can really. But grow the team. Morata similar Niguain of inconsistency, inconsistency, and not as confident. Yes, Morata's a huge. There's a lot of spells that he wasn't scoring because he wasn't very confident. Yes, I feel like Iguain's going through the same kind of. But Iguain at his age, he's a player to win now. Milan's not ready to win now. The, Milan's going to win in yeah. five years. I get what yeah. <laughs> you know, he, Milan, unfortunately, Milan. This is their third game with no goals. Fourth game. Fourth, fourth game. game with fourth game. Fourth game with no goal. It's the first time since 1970. And I think fifth game that they uh, that, that they haven't won fi- in all competitions. Five games. It's the luck. Won. We don't have midfielders right now. We have uh, uh, everybody's injured, injured. On, the mid- on the midfield. We got Billas out. We got uh, Chalanoglu not in great shape. We got uh, uh, who else? Uh, Borini's out. Chalanoglu, another one that's linked with leaving now. This I don't summer. think. This, I, I, never, I was never fond of him. I don't think it was that. Good. I think that the, the situation at Milan is is tricky. Um, but like we, I think we're all saying, I would never go with a Paulo Sosa, Leonardo, no, Guidolin right now. Leonardo, I'd rather just, Leonardo, I can see it on the interim just. 
realistic. I would, you know, I would rather Pedrinho. leave Gattuso to the end of the season, that's what I said. and then, then you get, try to get Gasparini or you try to get Conte, which is They're all going to be difficult. Touch Gattuso, let's talk. Me. Let's. Uh, what should we go to next? It was, let's uh, go to Roma. We could go to Roma first. First, let's say about Quagliarella because Quagliarella now Ooh. scored eight games in a row. It's the first time Nine since two thousand eight games. Eight goals in a row, though. Italian from Naples. First, the first player. <laughs> Italian from Naples. The first Italian yeah. player since 2002, which was? Give me a guess. Somebody Di Natale. Mm, 2002? Yeah. Cassano. Uh, Bobo Vieri. Bobo Vieri? Bobo, Bobo Vieri. Last week, last week when Quaidel did seven, it was the first time since Di Natale. Natale. Now he did eight in a row. Wow. And it's the first time since Bobo Vieri. I think that he's heard how many times we've asked the question, should he go to the national team? And every week he's like, let, me, let me try to bring guys. one more, uh, one more in. So some, some Dori are going through the best And spell. what a goal, too. The Beautiful. flick. Yeah, back heel flick. And Golazo. Uh, they play against Juventus next week, so I think that they're going into a very good moment for Sampdoria. But anyway, Roma. We'll talk about Roma. Uh, Roma, Roma, Roma. Who scored? I'm, a, I'm very happy for Roma. Why Finally, are you happy? Chic play, uh, played yeah, very well, and he scored, and the kid needs to be confident again. I don't think he's going to be sold because it would be a big mistake for Roma to sell a player think like so? that. I know so, because many times you regret the decision that you make. This I don't think it would kid. be a sell. I think it would be a loan. Loan? I don't think I would grow. loan somebody like Sheik. No? No. They were saying loan him back to Sampdoria, get Bacuai to, nah. to play I'm with. Nah, this is a record signing. Why would they just give up on him? $40 million dollar you spend. The kid needs to build up some confidence well, right loan now. loan is not getting rid of him. Yeah, it's giving him a chance to play. It's giving right. him six months. Anyway. Didn't he say sell? No, no. loan. Oh, say loan. loan. Okay. I anyway. don't think so. I will not loan him. No, because mm. then then uh, loaning is just a, a downgrading to a player. I don't think so. For a 23-year-old, 24-year-old. Oh, he has a lot of room to grow. He's, He's got to get there right now. Roma is a big market. That guy has been brought over there to showcase uh, his skills. He's been now. getting time, though. Before we were arguing, before we always argued, oh, he doesn't play him enough. Then we argued, oh, he only plays him on the right wing or the left wing. Now, he's been playing center forward. Mm. You know, Jaco has been out a few games, and he's been allowed to play. He he's, scored today. He's mm. taking his chances. Um, he he did. He actually finished that very well. He was a one-on-one. I know we've seen him many times miss on these one-on-ones with Roma. But again, I think confidence plays a part in this. Uh, Di Francesco really needed this win. Really needed it. Um, he went against a Sassuolo, who's another one that can be tricky sometimes. Uh, probably not so much away from home. Uh, going against his son, who was also over there. And uh, I think that the spotlight, I thought we were going to come into this talking about, you know, 3-0, great game, but Zaniolo. Oh. We've talked about many times already. He's know, the next Totti. He's the real next Totti. Could be actually at the same level or maybe slightly even better. This guy physically is powerful. Mm. He's a oh big guy. Even better than guy. Totti. Totti at sure. 16. I know. I know. Playing, 16, he reminds right? me of Totti, this guy here. This yeah. guy has got speed. He's got technique. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the goal he that he scored today. So he's got vision. Too. I love this he's guy's yeah, he's two players passionate. down with the goalkeeper, and he just... Uh, and he Tripping. just chipped the no, ball definitely. back in. I mean, that was that was beautiful. Let let us remind mm. you that this was the deal that Monchi was criticized for because he got rid of Nangolan, who was always Roma's most important player. Roma's almost symbol, you know, who represented Roma was Nangolan for a few years. For money and Zaniolo, who we said, who the hell is this kid? He was just at Inter, you know. And I think Great that signing. inside this starting eleven, he has proved that he can compete and play well with some of the best. You know, 
in the Serie A. Listen, this guy's going to be starting the next, all the rest, the rest of the game until the end of the season. I'm telling you right he now. He seems like a very smart kid okay. too. I like the way that he and speaks. This guy, and this guy here is going to be the one in substituting De Rossi. Not, not on, his, on his role, but... Uh, He's going to be the next, the, leader, the, the, the next franchise Roma. player that, that Roma is going to be yeah. building around. It's going to build out. Out of all Not even Florence is a good, uh, it's a good, it's a symbol for Roma. Florence is, it's like streaky. It's on and off. But this kid here is drawing a lot of attention. He is drawing a lot of attention. And I think oh. it's one of those bright spots for Roma in a time where things seem very negative and they're able to have a guy who looks like he's going to be able to stay with you and going to play well. But again, it is very premature. Yeah. But I mean, Zanio is the playmaker. So that's why he's going to bring the fans to the stadium. He's going to create. Instead, Florenzi is more of a right back. He's not going to really give you. He'll, do you the, he'll, he'll give you the, the dirty work. And being that he's from Rome... And there's actually a bunch of guys. I think Roma's future is a lot brighter than a lot of people want to mm -hmm. uh, say. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of young players. Could be a young nucleus for the next couple of years. With, in addition, they have Pellegrini, the two mm -hmm. Pellegrinis, and Under, and, uh, Under Cristante, Clivert, Chic. These are guys are all in their mid twenties. That within a couple of years, early twenties. Within a couple of years, they can really, really come uh, up to, uh, to maturity and, uh, and yeah, it's damage. just a matter of keeping them all together, and not having to sell them. But Roma always had that identity. Um, they're always building a project too. Yeah, but Why it's important that they stick you. to this project now. Exactly. You know, you can't yeah. just sell like like they say. Yeah. Under already is going to go to Bayern Munich, or Clivert is going to go here, or these guys are going to go there. And I think that there is a lot of negativity, obviously, that surrounds yeah. them. Which well, I think it, that, it comes down to what place you get like if Roma is able to get fourth place and get into Champions League it's going to make uh, make sure that they're able to keep certain players then what they're really sh uh, going for is the this, is the stadium if they get the stadium that changes the Huge, whole game we've yeah. seen already how Juventus has been able to get a lot of money in keep certain players buy big name players thanks to their financial fair play and the books being uh, level because they're able to sure. make so much money from the stadium yeah, exactly. yeah, but we and don't marketing and merchandising is, uh, and all this other stuff listen I have seen the design and, uh, of the stadium it's just beautiful beautiful yeah, yeah. the designs are good we need to see it uh, get off paper right and done. start building which is the, the difficult part yeah well, I think we forgot to say just uh, we just hope that uh, Ludovico didn't go watch the game over there and got aggravated because oh, you know oh, I mean, all the way to Milan yeah on Inter he went to the spa game he went to the spa yeah, game, but I, before, uh, he, he told me that it's a chance that we might go to oh, watch yeah? the game over there. I just hope he didn't go over there. And, uh, you know, we heard even some trouble outside of the stadium. Yeah. Uh, we just hope that nothing, uh, nothing crazy went, uh, went on over there. And, uh, you know, guys, it's just a game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you just go back home, take care of your family. I just, uh, you know. And just uh, hope for the best for the next game. You know, it's the day after Christmas too. Uh, yeah, it's the day after Christmas. Santo the, Stefano. You believe yeah. it or not, today just to take uh, to take you up on the, the attendance that we have today uh, on uh, on the Italian Serie A, the attendance is very high because it's a national holiday over mm -hmm. there. Unfortunately, United States, the day after Christmas is not a holiday unless it's on Sunday or Saturday. But in Italy, Santo Stefano is a holiday. So whether it comes on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, it's a national holiday. Nobody nobody works. I think also we we talk a lot about how Serie does things really poorly, but I think that this is one of the things that they're very advanced with. You know, they were quick in adopting the VAR, mm. and they're quick in adopting this, where we see, you know, Spain was not played today. Um, Bundesliga. Bundesliga was not I'm played not today. I'm not sure if they were quick on on getting this. This has been something that's part of tradition in, in England, yeah. whereas um, every other every, every other league doesn't, doesn't want to do it. You still think yeah, about but it. You, know, you know the reason why? Because of 
though they have a lot of international players and also the the family tradition of Italy and the family tradition of Spain and they're very Why? Catholic. They usually take the the, yeah, the, exactly. the holidays off. Right. Italy's the same way. No, Italy now are playing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Italy now are going to be playing until uh, I think next week, and then they're going to be taking two weeks yeah. off afterwards. I, you know, I, it's just a give and take. Just, yeah. I, think I think it's good though. I think yeah. it's good. I think it brings viewers into the league. Absolutely. I mean, even yesterday, you know, at Christmas yeah. they have basketball. NBA is always oh, yeah, on. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think eventually it's always going to get to that point. I think um, it's a good marketing strategy Me because, you know, hey, you. listen, you, That's are, what I was saying. you have all the family home. Everybody yeah, exactly. got it together. Yeah, exactly. It could be a tradition. You watch, yeah, you watch exactly. the game. Let and also go a... to the stadium. Yeah. yeah. You exactly. bring your family to the stadium. You just and bring the family to the stadium and you get to, get to enjoy the game. Exactly. I agree. Um, the Inzaghi brothers oh. went face-to-face. Pippo oh, yeah. and Simone Inzaghi, Bologna against Lazio. Um, I think it was a little bit of an awkward one at Christmas time for both the Inzaghis because the dad doesn't know who he wants to go. If uh, Lazio's not in a great time, but if Simone wins, then people might be out. And if uh, people wins, doesn't look good for Simone because the dad it's, uh, probably doesn't know who to celebrate for. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think I think they asked the dad, and he was like, "Let's let Bologna win, and then hopefully Lazio will beat Roma or something like that." <laughs> but anyway, uh, it ended two zero for Lazio. Um, we, we all could have expected this, I think. Yeah, right? I think we could have expected it. Also, last week, because we didn't do a podcast last week, we said we'll combine the two. Milinkovic Savic mm-hmm. got back on the score sheet. A guy who we said this first uh, part of the season, first half of the season, you know, he had that $100 million price tag on his back the entire summer where he was never sold. And maybe that weighed on him a little bit or Lazio not playing well weighed on him. Uh, but he scored and he's a l- maybe a little bit back or no? Yeah. So what they did at the Inzaghi yeah, family. Mike, the Inzaghi family, they had a panettone right in the middle of the table. Half was sweet and half was sour. <laughs> so uh, I guess people got the, the sour uh, the sour slice of it the panettone. Like and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, his brother got, the younger brother got the sweet parts. Hey, listen, Lazio's the better team. But listen, even with Milinkovic-Savic not being able to really score as many goals or have an impact for Lazio, Lazio's right where I said they were going to be. Fourth spot, and they just got an extra. Too, yeah, I and they just got an extra two points on Milan now. So Damn. I mean, you Lazio know, right now for the players that they have this has coincided, Pete, has yeah. coincided with the, the coming back of the midfielder that they have. That young oh kid. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And they if, haven't clicked fully, also. Yeah, not playing their, that's their what I'm saying. Potential. Once once yeah. they're able to really click, Lucas they're going to be able. Lucas makes a huge difference for Lazio. When oh yeah, he's more defense, and then Luis Alberto as well. You know, you know. Guys, I just got some news of something that happened. Ancelotti said, so just to bring it in right now. Yeah, James Horncastle. He's from I think he's from ESPN who covers Serie A. He said that. Ancelotti told Napoli that Napoli asked for the game to be suspended three times because of racist chanting aimed at Koulibaly. He said that the speakers in the San Siro told them three times to stop and give them three warnings. Um, and Ancelotti said that the next time that they see something like this, they're going to stop playing even if it means forfeiting the match. Wow. Jesus. I applaud wow. Ancelotti. I applaud Ancelotti. Listen, listen. Let me remind you something. There was an episode when I think Boateng left yeah. AC Milan. Yes. For, uh, this was on a friendly. Yeah. If I'm not he mistaken, walked out. I he walked, he out. walked right. out. And everybody walked out with There him, you right go. There. That's what you do. You yeah. show some leadership over there. I said, forget about the three points. We'll forfeit the game. But this is a message that you want to send to everybody. Yeah. If you, have, if you haven't grown up mm-hmm. by just going to the stadium and still showing this kind of a racing and disrespect for the people, the human being, and the game itself, because you're not only disrespecting the people, 
but you only dis- you disrespected the game too mm-hmm. because the main reasons why everybody goes to the to the stadium is just to socialize and to watch the game it's a sport footballs mm-hmm. are the most unifying thing in the world you don't even need to speak the same language Thank as you. someone very, this is unbelievable i find it very strange because inter like i said it's a team that's always had black players and there hasn't been any real uh, complaints in the past. I, I don't believe. I don't There's remember anything in the recent Mondo, history. Right? No, but the point is it's just, it just shocks me that this, something like this happened. And uh, it's unacceptable. And I, I give Ancelotti you know, all the credit in that sense that when this, things like this happen, that you should just take yeah, a stand and, and forfeit. And then you're putting more pressure on Serie A because yeah. if they charge you the 3 nothing forfeiture... It's Bad. not gonna look good on them. 100%. So listen, I think it's the right move to pick to make. up on what Pete just said right now. I mean, Inter has a lot of a lot of black black players uh, uh, with them. They Keita Baldes that is uh, is black. Then there is uh, Asamoa that is black. I, I think that I think that is just stupidity at in the I heat mean, of the moment that these people act like. Don't you know? Say. But by just booing Koulibaly, you just it's offended at the same time exactly. the same players that that your uh, your, uh, your exactly. team's players. It's this I, I think I think like you I guys mean, said, Ancelotti. Where do you stop? Where no do sense. you draw the line yeah. on a point like that? You know, I think the stupid suspe- is stupid in every suspending language. Suspending for me, if I was a referee, if I were someone to just to draw the line, I would say, okay, if I'm teaching you as a referee, when you hear the first, the second, or the third time, and you hear the warning from the coaching staff yeah. and from uh, and yeah, from yeah, yeah. the people on the sideline that the booing hasn't stopped, you not only punish the home team, okay, because you have to see even where the boos are coming from. Because uh, you, you not only punish the whole yeah, team You should also specify. Because in Italy, when you boo somebody, yeah. you jeer them, you whistle. It's, yes. So it's not like you could get confused by what is what is the boo and what is the oh, monkey absolutely. noise. They know the so difference. in Italy, they, they know, know the, the difference. difference. They, exactly. They, the guy who is no, but I think it's important to clarify because some people might say, oh, you don't know if what what is going on. No, in Italy, you're going to know what's going on because it's a complete different way to jeer somebody. You know, right. the sky, the sky reporter who was on scene, he said yeah. it was evident, it was clear yeah. and evident that that's what was happening. But the, from from us on the TV, it was difficult because we didn't realize. Right. Yeah, we, we had no clue until afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but when you're in the stadium, like Peter said, but it's that's obviously why, more evident. But that's why when Insigne, when the players, when they, when uh, they said, was they, shown the red cards, they, they, yeah. they kept the mo- motioning to the ref. Oh, you yeah. saw, yeah. Go watch the go watch the the, the the replay and just go listen to what's going on. Maybe it was something at halftime that they also saw and they said, listen, referee, watch out for this. They never, you know, the referee didn't handle the situation properly. Okay. And it led to something poor. One more thing that I need to say to finish up this argument over here. So the people that they are over there, the quarto bomo and all of that stuff, that what what that would what would that be the role of those people? I mean, the ref is on the field. Don't tell me that he cannot hear those things. The ref is listening to everything. Yeah. So, so the cameras they, that we have. Let it not be the only one making this decision. At some point that they have the convene on the middle of the field, the four people in charge of the game, yeah. and say, Hey, listen, this crap is going on for a little while right now. It's either we give him a warning that said yeah. if this doesn't stop, we cancel the game. Yeah. Yeah. And we give you the, the home team, we give you a loss regardless of the score right now. Or we just uh, suspended the game and we're going to replay the game on behind a closed, closed door. Doors. Yeah, behind closed door. But even even if the players, they look at each other, like, we're not going to play with this. Yeah. You know, the cool, you guys look at each other, even Ancelotti and Spalletti, like, yo, yeah. we're not going to deal with this. Let's stop. You don't even need to wait for the referee. 
The referee doesn't want to take the matters into his own hand. You say, oh, we're done. So I think that Ancelotti should, they should do Excellent that. Excellent idea. I think the two coaches, they should be talking to each they other look at, at each the other same time. And they say, hey, listen, what do you want to do? I mean, this is disrespectful and disgraceful. So uh, if they shake hands and they say, let's suspend the game, they just walk out and they look like millions of dollars. And all they do, they will by doing that, they will promote the sport, they will promote social life, they will promote interaction among people of different uh, religion, it's a bigger uh, race, message. colors, yeah. and all that stuff. So let's Agreed. start somewhere. Some, at some point, we're going to stop. Mm-hmm. Mike, so. grab some questions from people. In the meantime, let's just give a little rundown from what happened last week. I'll refresh you guys' memory uh, for some of the big matches. Fiorentina beat Milan 1-0. Mm. Uh, Napoli beat Spal 1-0. We saw the Milik, the free kick. Um, Inter and Chievo no. Verona tied 1-1. And uh, Juventus beat Roma 1-0. Mm-hmm. Let's just give a little uh, touch upon that. Well, I was happy that Inter uh, tied the game because nah, uh, no. uh, you know they deserve it. I mean, uh, why oh they deserve it? Inter should have finished two nothing. He's a champion. The only one that you don't gu- you you don't stop guarding until the last second of the game is Pelissier, Sergio Pelissier. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did it's in true. Milan. They just, uh, you know, a little chip with the guy. The guy just takes the ball and boom, beats Andanovic. Fair and square. Kievo is another team that, that pulls with these Mimo results Di Carlo. Crazy. <laughs> been tying everything. Unfortunately, lost today, but it's been uh, really taking them Tying Napoli too. AC From Milan negative lo- points to five points. It's AC Milan lost against Fiorentina. Fiorentina. I, they deserve to lose. I mean, being an AC Milan fan, I mean, they played like a disgrace. That, the goal from Federico Chiesa was insane. Uh, was insane. You remember? But listen, incredible. The midfield didn't do anything. The forward line didn't do anything. I mean, there is nothing going on right now. Gattuso is in trouble, and he needs to just change the menu. That's why I came up with the video over there. I just remind Gattuso. I said, by the way, you're coming from a fisherman family. Stop feeding panini to those guys and all of this Coca-Cola and things like that. I don't think they drink Coca-Cola. Well, they drink that stuff. When Gattuso turns around, all they do, they drink Coke, (laughs) those guys. So just stop with that diet. All of these guys. Just feed them some nice pasta, minestrone, some good octopus and uh, and seafood. Maybe they'll, uh, they'll step up to the plate and just do the job. Uh, and I was happy for Fiorentina of losing today because, you know, some sort of a revenge sometime that... Uh, did Parma win today, by the way? Yeah. Thank you. They I guess Fiorentina. Fiorentina. Thank you. One nothing. Very big. Where, in Firenze? In Firenze? Oh, nice. Nice. So the Panettone is getting sour for Florence too. So yeah. Florence not having such a great year for the players that they have, but... Mm. I mean, it's still uh, halfway there. So teams could get hot. A team like Fiorentina, where they're young as well, they can get hot towards the end of the season to really uh, make a push for Europa League. Mm-hmm. Uh, another game from the the week before was uh, Juve-Roma, right? Yeah. Roma, Ju- oh, Roma-Juventus. God, that was uh, you know. What heartbreaker. I don't Mansukic. Think Roma, I don't think that, I that don't guy think Mansukic, Roma. man. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't give up. He doesn't give up. And everybody that defends against him, I don't know what happened. They just fall into a ball. Yeah, you know, Asamoah like two weeks he's ago, and Santon. So if you see the guy physically. physical, give him a little hip check or something. Even, I, can't even, I can't even describe him as a real defender. He just loved my Santon didn't even play bad. Yeah. Santon was Santon one of the better shut, players. Shut down, down, down number, number, number one. He was the number weak one. link of the whole team. Olsen was unbelievable. Olsen was making yeah, saves like I couldn't believe. Pretty good, yeah. pretty good. especially was, after the. Come on. Manolas, made two weeks ago. Manolas like this. Manolas, Manolas Olsen and Santon were, were much better. You, talk, you guys no. must no, watch no, a different no, no. game. Mm. What, you thought he did? Manolas. No, he didn't. He didn't play Manolas well. Manolas had he didn't play well. on the system uh, against Juventus. Today played very well. He was the only he, one that was uh, doing something. With the Olsen, only one. The two top players. Mm. Olsen was very good. And um, I'm trying to remember as a match. The, the goal taken away from Douglas Costa was a talking point mm-hmm. that I think... Um, 
I'm not sure if Allegri commented on in the press conference. I think I think he might have. Um, I don't think he was complaining, but I don't remember exactly how he it said. Was so I can't remember. It was not a goal. Um, the, so it was interesting because it was kind of like the goal today, where there was a foul from before. Where um, who was the midfielder for Roma that had the ball? Enzonzi. Mm-hmm. Enzonzi was fouled by Matuidi mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. And then a second after he got it, Enzonzi still had possession and he passed it incorrectly. Juventus took the ball. They went on the counter. Zagnolo. Zagnolo had the was ball. Was it Zagnolo? Zagnolo Sorry, had the Zagnolo. ball. You're right, you're right. On the left side. He, but right? he got fouled. No, he got fouled. He got fouled the, for sure. They let the play go. And then afterwards, Juventus ended up scoring. They, they took on the ball. Right? They they took the ball. Exactly, yeah, exactly the same thing today. Chananoglu was just grabbed with both yeah. hands and just wrestled down. The play went on, on. The it. guy put the ball into the middle and then they went yeah, up. So they made the right call. And it was taken away. So they made in the right this call. particular case the var did the job yeah you juventus risked a lot though in the entire match when i was saying yeah. it was one zero where it could have been again four or five zero and i was i was killing myself because also was making these saves mm-hmm. and you think and then roma you know can come up out of nowhere they send these set pieces which they're actually very good at these set pieces and they cause you difficulties and in that moment they boom they could score one one um it didn't happen on that night but i think for roma coming away with Anything more than a loss would have been very difficult for them because Juventus at home is extremely tough. And I wouldn't say that Roma played a great match. I thought that mm. they were they were decent. They they were in it a little bit. They were holding on by a thread by Olsen's uh, glove. But other than that, um, not too much, at least for yeah. me to say. Just to talk about Juventus, Allegri, after the game, he was pretty upset. Even though, I don't know why, because he's he was upset that the referees are being influenced now based on what... What people are saying, like De Laurentiis yeah, came out saying that Mansolini is bad, a uh, bad referee, and he's always against Napoli. And uh, I think it was just funny how Allegri made a point saying, "Oh, all these people are coming out saying certain things about the ref, and they think that you know uh, Juventus is favored, but we're not." And he was upset at today's game because of certain referee decisions, which end up being the right decisions. So I do not know where his uh, frustration really was coming from. Because he was getting upset, with, especially with the red card from uh, Bentacur, where there was a definite yellow card because he, yeah, he took oh, away a chance on uh, absolutely on a, what do you call it a counter attack. Mm. So he stopped the game there. So it's a yellow, and then the the clear the foul when you're on top like that. It's a second yellow, and there's Clean no red. real. I disagree. Thing to get. Out. I think it's red. I no, no, no. I'm not talking about that because Allegri did say he said I didn't see it again. So if it was one, then then okay, fair enough. He said, but I do agree with him that we say all the time we always blame a referee. Everybody always says these things. Oh, Juventus is favorite. This guy's favorite. Even today with Duncan, with Sassuolo, what mm. he put, what he posted online says the referee. If you guys don't know Duncan, uh, Sassuolo had a goal that was millimeter whatever smaller than a millimeter it was from going inside the net he posted a screenshot of the ball how it wasn't in and he says i hate that a game is determined before the match is even played and i think that this narrative is not a good one to do he did take down the tweet you know he he took it down afterwards but um I think it's valid. I Allegri, think it's valid that you shouldn't say Allegri that. Allegri is not the type of coach that inspires a lot of tranquility around the league. Allegri is one of those that he will take the jacket off and he will just kick the water bottle. It's just a, it's another guy. It's another coach like a, like, like Spalletti that needs to take a tranquilizer to a chamomile. You know, those guys, they're overloaded with double muscle espresso. Relaxer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> double, so they just espresso. need to chill out and because, you know, you know, things are going their way. They're going their way the vast majority of the time. Yeah, so, we don't. Uh, well, you know what's interesting? I think because in other sports, like for example NBA, if you talk about referees, for example, yeah. you're getting a nice fine. So I'm oh, sure yeah. that the, yeah. these teams, the societies, are going to get fines for what they say. Hmm. But 
you know what? It's part of soccer. It's part of also the Italian culture. You you mentioned certain, even during the games, a coach says something or yells at the referee or a player yells at the referee for a reason because they want to make sure that the next time they make they make a call, in some way you were able to influence them. See, the, the referee that has a certain character doesn't right, get influenced, right. but you I'd might agree. have the chance oh, yeah, that when you make, that's why when the fans are yelling and when the stuff happens, certain referees, they might make a bad decision because of it. So these are all calculated. The Laurentiis saying something is a calculated response mm-hmm. to see how the referee is going to react. 100% but it also creates, uh, yeah, but it also creates a little uh, tension I, with the team because you saw Napoli today. After certain uh, referee decisions, Ancelotti, Ancelotti no. Ancelotti, no. Ancelotti is, is a, a world-class player, yeah. but he's a world-class mm-hmm. player and world-class coach. Mm-hmm. He's been through all this before. Mm-hmm. When you win, you know how to how to handle the pressure. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some of his players on Napoli, yeah, they lost it today. Yeah. They lost yeah. it a little bit, and 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 in the end, it ends up be, being uh, the decision against them and Inter scoring to win the game. Listen, talking about coaching, uh, what about uh, our good friend Mourinho? I heard there's some bad news say, about him. I was going to say, did we commentate? Uh, no, you... of course we have the commentator on no, him. He's no, the I'm greatest one. The no, special one? Not... Forget about it. He's the one the that special said, one. what? I said, I can't hear you. I said, maybe he didn't hear the, the, the management of, uh, of Manchester United. He got, he got fired. He got sacked. I said, hey, Mourinho, you are done. What? You're gone. What? It's over. You Mourinho, have to say it three times because he triplete. Triplet, triplet. Hey, triplete. Okay, Mourinho, it's over. So, <laughs> guys, Mourinho is gone. Okay. How and happy are you right now? I'm extremely happy for Pogba. I am extremely happy for Pogba because this kid here was about to be, to be ruined like, he, like other champions of the past that got ruined by Mourinho. So, finally, management has read the real cause of the discrepancy into the Manchester United and the discord that was into the Manchester United uh, locker room. And they realized that, that this guy here is Nana United. This guy here, he gets into the head of the players and he just punished them psychologically. There were a couple of players, top of the line, world-class players sat on the bench for the entire championship and never used why because the great one decided so so guess what Mourinho you are out okay not you but just in case I know you like him Mourinho but uh, just in case you get tired of Spalletti you might want to bring him back to win <laughs> the not? double triplete why not I think with Inter he does well because he's the type of coach he's a tactical mastermind okay he knows what he's doing He's yeah. been able to. Okay. He knows. <laughs> he also. <laughs> he's a. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he's doing. What he knows how to. Dis- he's a psychological he knows master. What? Yes, as there's been players where they said I would do anything for Mourinho. Oh yeah. And and it's true. The first team that uh, he had with Chelsea, mm-hmm. he brought them to new heights, made them win after such a long time. And when he was he, when he was with Chelsea, Inter, he destroyed Svechenko's career on Chelsea, right? It he depends on what the player. It depends. It depends. It depends it. on the player. Sometimes it's not only the coach because the coach has to make sure that the team goes in the same direction. So if there's any players that do not follow his his uh, beliefs, it can create controversy within the team, and mm-hmm. that's where he loses out because he's a social behaviorist in the sense that everybody has to do what he says. It's the guys are not. He's the guy has him. won. He's a the guy him. has won. You think you think uh, Pogba and everybody were given high fives when they heard that he was Absolutely. signed? Absolutely. Definitely. You no, wanna, definitely. You no, but know what's funny? 
Go, go. What are you going to say? Listen to me. It's not just Pogba. It's just the entire environment. It's, Ryan it's was a, happy. Ryan was very happy. No, a lot Ryan of Manchester. A lot of, lot of Manchester fan. fans. He's the biggest. A lot for, of Manchester fans. For the fans fan of Manchester on. United, it, come up to me and say, Antonio, my God, you're right. Finally, they gave me. They said, you, I'm, I'm sorry, but you were right. This Mourinho is a disaster. So Pogba posted something on social media. Did he? Like 10 minutes yeah. after. And what did he say? And he took it down. And what did he say? What, say what, did, what did he post? He posted something like... He posted like, him uh, like uh, smiling or something. Yeah, it was... He didn't oh. say it. He said it subconsciously, you know? Yeah. Like, it was very subtle. It, was happened, very, it, happened, it was, like 30 minutes before he got sacked. No, no, no. Right? It, was, it was like 10 minutes after he got <laughs> sacked. Sure he posted after. it, yeah. And then, and then a few minutes later, everybody was reposting yeah. it and saying what he did. And he had to take it down. So he ended up taking it down. Well, I'm sure... I'm sure sure Manchester United yeah. asking him yeah. to take it down just I'm sure it was a coincidence there's no way it was a coincidence come on Absolutely. I don't come think on. That. The, the minute that he gets sacked 10 minutes later you post something I think so and uh, Pogba scored today too by the way for Manchester United <laughs> so all the dots connect it was a nice goal and, uh, it was a beautiful goal listen I was upset though because kid, I wanted the Pogba he's got good feet he's got good head he's got good personality he's got good everything all of a sudden Mourinho comes on board and he says no you're not what you think you are I'm gonna put you doing this and if you're done doing this I'm gonna sit you down Okay, why? Because I'm in charge. Okay, this is the way this guy here. You know thinks. what it's like? It's like if we brought you on a podcast to speak about baseball when you're here to so- speak about football, right? Well, I can talk about baseball <laughs> if you want, but uh, you know, listen, listen, Mourinho <laughs> is not the type of person that I can be coaching a franchise that's Mourinho is like a baby. He says, Mom, I want this, I want this, I want this, and I want this, and I'm not going to share it with anybody. Okay, that's what he does. He wants everything for himself. He wants the most expensive toy. And then once he gets the toy and he makes sure that nobody else can use it, then he doesn't even play with the toy. So that's what he does with the best players. <laughs> he, gets for, he gets all the best players for himself. He wants to take away the best. Like, like this is the game that he does. It's like a Monopoly game, Mourinho. He says, okay, I want to buy a park place from you. I'm going to take it away. I'm going to buy uh, another, uh, uh, another one where you can put six, uh, six houses there. And he takes away, he takes away everything from everybody. And they said, okay, this is the only way for me to win. I'm going to just deprive all of the best players from the best team that are competitive against us. And that's how, how we win. To but he passes go, right? Huh? He passes go. He passes and go. They never <laughs> get punished. Oh. Never gets in jail. Oh, nothing. Okay, okay. So. To, be, to be fair, he does have a very good team. You know, if you look on paper, his team is is good enough to be doing better than what they're doing. And I think that the new coach, I don't remember his name, but I know after the first, I think he's gotten a few wins, maybe two wins in a row. Two wins, yeah. yeah. Now, um, they asked him about, about coaching the team. He goes, it's easy. He goes, I got great players. He goes, I let them go out there. I let them play and they win. He's got world-class <laughs> players. He let them play the lap. This guy gets into the head of the player to the point that those guys are even scared. They're even unsure about themselves. No, I think I think so I think they need a them. change. I think Mourinho might need a, a year off, time to relax and re, regroup. Yeah. Regroup. Yeah, well, the same way the same way Guardiola. Guardiola took a year off. He was living in New York. He Give was living me here. Twenty million dollar while I'm off, and I show you how to regroup. The guy is still getting paid. Is he getting paid? Yes yeah, he's getting paid. Thank you. Oh, that's what the thing that makes me angry. Why are you get angry for? That's the team that's giving him the contract. Uh, they agreed to it. I would have just put if a someone agrees to give that if you don't do well, if you don't show results, you're not getting paid. End of the story. And you get time they'll do it. Kick. Next time no, they should do it. Let's see what then, happens. He he did take it well. I have to be honest, him. I thought he was gonna come off a little bit bitter, but he said, "Listen, leave me alone. I'm just I'm trying to live it my life." That's part of it's part. Of, listen, every coach is gonna get sacked. Every coach, even mm. the best coach, have gotten sacked. But the best, listen to me, coach is having that kind of a caliber players for on his team. 
it's much very very even bad. Ancelotti Ancelotti is a coach that's won it all you know Bayern Munich sacked him very bad crazy but very bad like like people but said Guardiola Real Madrid, Madrid, Real Madrid listen, Mourinho gets After sacked all the Ladesima. time Mourinho gets sacked all the time Mourinho never lives in a friendly turn I do never think, I do think that Mourinho's football hasn't aged well with yeah. how, where football is getting. I think that he's a little bit stuck in the past because mm-hmm. I I do think when he was at Inter, I mean, I loved his football, but I and and I did like Mourinho. I really did, but I think that as I've watched his Manchester United play or his teams play, they don't play to adapt to where the football it is today. It also depends what where he is, what city, what team that he's he's coaching. Like with Inter, his his tactics, his method could work. With Manchester United where they had Sir Alex Ferguson, their whole idea of soccer is completely different. Their yeah. whole way of living, a way of 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 watching a soccer is completely different. So he was, he wasn't the right fit, and it was from the get go. Yeah. But remember, Manchester United, where they were from, where he got them, it was the same way where where AC Milan and Inter is right now. The past couple of years, they changed two or three coaches. Van Gaal was there, great coach. who went with mm-hmm. one with Bayern Moyes. Munich. Mm-hmm. David Moyes was, I don't know why they got him. Yeah. He had only coached Papi, Everton. So the team wasn't doing so good. They had an eighth place. On board and he, he, buy, they buy he made, them a lot he of expensive players. They, they, he went second place and he won the Europa League. So it's not like he, he's done nothing. Okay? It's not like he, he's too done little, nothing. Too little, too late. Too little, yes. Little. And so that's why you, you can understand why he got sacked. Mm. But... It's not like he done nothing. He won the Europa League with Manchester United. Uh, Europa League is like Serie B. It's like Serie B. He felt like something. he was always the enemy. He felt like he was always cornered. No, but that, that's what his mentality. That's his mentality. Mike, any questions? Wait, wait, wait Mike, questions. before you go ahead with the question, <laughs> I said, first Get of all, a question writing. first of all, I, I want to thank, thank all our viewers. You know how many viewers we have uh, uh, from all over the world? Romania, Philippines, Indonesia. How do you know? You don't even know how to look. I know, at Australia. <laughs> Keep going, Anto. <laughs> Romania. Lithuania, Lithuania, Lithuania. Canada, all over the places. Mexico. 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 Colombia. What's your point? I mean, I'm saying thank you guys. We're here for you. And I hope you're enjoying uh, our time and the spending on this thing here because we are having a good time. And we just w- want to make sure that you have as well. You're definitely having a good time now with winning your sack. Oh, I'm, please. <laughs> This is my party. This is my Christmas party. As soon as I find out. <laughs> you so, got your pre- Christmas present early yes. this year. Okay. Guys, we got a straight 401. Everyone answer quick. Uh, Gattuso sacked. I say yes. No. 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 Whoa. Okay. okay. I didn't expect that. Sorry, Mike. Three the, to one. The red cards for the Inter-Napoli game, were they both, uh, were they both correct? No. No. Yes. I think that uh, Koulibaly's was a yellow card. Yeah. No, it was just not a yellow, yellow The first one. No, not the first one, but the total, just a yellow card. I agree with you. Yeah. Peter? Yes, both right. No. No. Okay. Uh, the the insignia one. The insignia was. I don't say, even know. Oh, the insignia. The insignia was a red card. I, I, you think I would so? Give it. Yeah. No, he has. The he insignia is a red card I for instigating, yeah, but it should be Kate Abal. They should be not Kate yellow. Kate Abal. They also should be fine. That's fine or yelled, yelled at least yellow card. Yelled. Yelled. Yeah, this yelled one, <laughs> Peter, this one straight for you. What do you think of Kate Abalde? Should he have started these matches ahead of Perisic and for the future too? Uh listen, Kate Balde has has shown that in his last couple of games that he's played, he's created created chances he scores he definitely deserves a spot in the in the starting lineup Perisic right now has been playing the best give him a chance take him off there's nothing there's nothing wrong with sitting Perisic for a little bit let him refresh and then when he comes into the game he's gonna make an impact so have a little competition going yeah on. but Perisic just become very predictable so uh, the, yeah the, the I think that they know to read Perisic yeah. is a little difficult more a lot more difficult to uh, to read uh, on his move yeah, I think also Perisic right now, this year has been been a, a big year for him. Mm-hmm. He brought Croatia all the way to the, the right. final. He hasn't really had a chance to, to take a break. So 
I not think not now game. that you have a player that can that can take his position, Keita Balde, I think give uh, him the chance. Even Perisic has been rumored to go to go somewhere else, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know that is getting uh, something is getting on uh, on his heads, and you know yeah. maybe it's not as welcome as he he thought it was it's in the Milan, past couple so. of years. So let's see what happened. Next one. Okay, uh, Icardi and uh, Lautaro, should they be starting up front or should they each take each other's place when they go? I say one at a time. But well, today swap. they put them both on and it worked, well, right? Well, I'm saying for I mean, starting the game. They, said I, they look like they have a very good relationship together. They spent Christmas I was, together. I would keep they, them they together. They connect really no, well. I would, keep them I would together. try them together. Right now, one at a time because mm-hmm. if, you take, if you play both, you have to change the formation. Right now, Inter doesn't look like they have to change the formation. They're playing pretty well with the three strikers, Perisic, mm. Politano, uh, and Icardi. So unless you want to change the formation, you can pull I don't think... You can pull Lautaro next to... Uh, on the uh, wing... You can't put mm, behind Icardi yeah. in a 4 2 three, one. Yeah, but it's, Inter, it, plays, you know, Inter doesn't play a, a true 4-3-1. 4-2-3-1? Yeah. But they've played because, it. You don't think they... Well, you no, can do 4-3-1-2. Because, you can 3 4 then one, Laut- with Lautaro I, right behind... Uh, right behind uh, yeah, uh, but... Uh, the thing is, uh, your midfield is not that good. Yeah, the thing it's is, Lautaro Martinez is not going to have the discipline to come back. Mm. And then also, by him coming back into the midfield, you take away his opportunity to, to create up top. He's a true goal scorer, Lautaro Martinez. He's very tricky. He's sh- short. So you will keep him just on the, on, the, on the box and just outside the box to create. Of course. And the thing is, if you, you can play with a two uh, strikers, mm-hmm. but you change the formation. Mm-hmm. You're going to do a f- uh, straight 4 4 2 uh, or 4 3 1 2, uh, a rombo. Mm-hmm. So, it could be, it could definitely be an option, but right now it's not something that is uh, necessary. So, okay. what else you got, and Mike? One last question. The rest we pretty much answered all of them. If Inter got a Trequartista in the Mercato, could they end up second place in the Serie? A? Definitely. Yeah, I, I think so. definitely. definitely even even without a Trequartista right now, uh, five points is not not a lot. But Napoli's playing great football. Inter right now has been. They're slipping up on some stupid games, like the Cabo game. You have to win. You know, these are the games that you have to win. You would be what? Uh, three points? Mm-hmm. You would be yeah, three points. Three points away. Three but points, they, right? The season is long. Inter, yeah, no, just, Inter has a lot to do. And, uh, you know, but definitely we're missing someone in the midfield. You know, we were supposed to get someone. Modric. We were supposed with to get Modric or, coach, you, you, or what's his name? <laughs> or Vidal. Vidal. Yeah, and yeah. we can tell. Coach, yeah. With a better coach, you could, you, it could have been in a better what's position a better right coach? now. Maybe Mourinho. Mourinho yeah. better than oh, yeah. By far. Yeah. By far. The wow. great, that's what they call him, the great one. The special, special one. one. No, oh, the special one. <laughs> oh, my Come goodness. on, don't, don't get it wrong. <laughs> special. <laughs> anyway, oh, anything else? Th- that's pretty much. Well, it. listen, okay. guys. Thank you again. Merry Christmas to everybody, and Happy it's been holidays. a pleasure. We had a great year. Let's hope for the next year we have a spectacular year again. Don't yep. forget that this is a platform that is keep moving all over the place. Now we got a sturdy table it's floating, too. Floating is floating all over the, the oceans and the country with your bring, octopus and, and your with sepia. Octopus, <laughs> and it's bringing you on board. Your voice is on the top of the platform. We bring it right in, ta- on, in front of Mike over here. Mike yeah. just spills it out. Yep. And uh, we bring your voice over here again pete is uh, the inter uh, uh, the inter fan don't forget about our new competition we have the inter cup <laughs> we have the ac milan cup oh we're, we're still gonna, gonna have one before cup. the what? before the new year there's still another round we still have another we have round, round. Yeah, we we have another round. Uh, we next have next week we got juve samp empoli inter genoa fiorentina this weekend yeah uh, roma parma mm. napoli bologna and milan spal this this could be the one that the, your last one with Gattuso in. If you want to buy our merchandise, our merchandise is still going off the shelving. Oh, we have There's no sale. No sale. Christmas is over. Christmas is over. Guys, we yeah, postponed the cultural shirts yeah. uh, until further notice. Why? No, no because at Instagram, shirts. we had we had a reminder and a plan for the people who are 
uh, signed up through Instagram, but our Instagram is down but right now. But stay updated through our Twitter and Facebook. So we're going to yeah. get Instagram back up, uh, hopefully by the end of the week, yeah. and uh, uh, we'll get everybody on board. Okay? <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Guys, as always, thank you for watching. Rate the podcast five, five stars. stars. If you're watching, oh. subscribe. Five stars. Five stars. Subscribe uh, if you're watching on YouTube, of course. Chin chin. Um, the audio is available anywhere that you watch podcasts. So uh, get on that. Stay connected on Twitter and Facebook right now until we get our Instagram back. Um, thank you for all the messages and support uh, with the Instagram. Hopefully it'll be back and hopefully it'll be uh, up and running again soon. So Nicely thank you for the support. So. As always, thank you for watching. Happy holidays. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao, Ciao guys. Ciao.